1: Oh, uh, come on, then. Well, was that, I thought you were belching. <laughs> what was, that, was that? Oh, go uh, on. go on. Then. I do we like, oh, mm. um, I remember as a child, receiving a Valentine's card was like... Well, it didn't happen, apart from when I had a girlfriend. No. It happened when I had a girlfriend. But Did you
0: never get the question I mark? I never
1: got a question <gasps> mark, that. and I never got an envelope, before a girlfriend, that said S-W-A-L-K on the back. Oh, oh yes. walk. <laughs> I never really understood what it. that meant. Sealed with a loving kiss.
0: I did. I have I ever set, told you about Michael Bannister that used to leave me the presents in the desk? I've told you this story. No, you haven't. No, I did. I told you, and he would leave me presents, and I would open up the the desk, and I would slam it down if it wasn't a good enough present. Wow! And then I did, This was in primary school. So he school. was romantic. Yeah. And then I discovered the poor boy was stealing stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. Wow. Well, let me tell you what my first girlfriend bought me for Valentine's Day, and this made me know. This made me know that dark romance was a good thing. Mm -hmm. So I remember we went out, we met up. I took her to Tootsie's, the burger joint, in Holland Park, yeah, because it was near my school. It was the first time we ever went to a restaurant.
2: Was this your first date? Yeah,
1: I had my money from Habitat or wherever it was. Hang on,
0: hang on. So how old were you?
1: Oh, no, I couldn't have had my money from Habitat. I was about... No, I was about 15.
0: So you were 15? Yeah. How did this come about? Where was the romance before the this? Romance before the romance was... Well,
1: I remember asking her out, and it was all very, will you, you know, I walked up to her, and will you be my girlfriend? Did I you? Yeah, I literally You walked that. up to her? Yeah, in the foyer of school. What, other after, people were around? Yeah, and after building it up for, for weeks, months in my head, I plucked up the courage to ask this girl who once went to my school, left... And then came back. It was like oh, she's back. I can't miss my opportunity.
0: And had you spoken to her at all beforehand? Uh, a
1: little bit. A little bit of chit chat. You know, throwing things at each other. So you her. went
0: straight to "Will you be my girlfriend?" Yeah. From not having a conversation. Yeah. With no, her. we
1: had the chit chat. But your boys and girls, when they're feeling romantically inclined towards each other, they don't have conversations when you're teens and kids. You just you look at each other, alarmed. Mm. You throw things at each other.
0: Oh no, there's stages now that Whoa. you have to go through. No, before no, no. Your that's my point. Girlfriend. So there
1: were no stages anyway. Mm. So cutting a long story short, got her to the restaurant, Tootsie's, romantic Did burger. you book the table? I booked the table. Oh, yeah, yeah, sort of. Had to have actually used a phone. Um, booked the table. Must have paid with cash because cards, didn't have cards. I was too young for a card or anything like that. And she bought me a present for Valentine's and she gave it to me at the end of the meal and it was wrapped in paper but it was a bit squishy and she said it might leak this is your first date? Yeah, first Valentine's date with my first girlfriend. So this is all about romance and children, where the romance is dead. Um, and she gave me this squidgy thing and she said, just put it in the fridge. Maybe it was the day before Valentine's. She said, and open it tomorrow. So I got home, put it in the fridge. My mum was like, what, we had dogs. She said, why are the dogs sniffing at you? I said, I don't know. She said, I said, Jane said to put this in the fridge. So I put it in the fridge. And the next day I went and opened it. And it was a cow's heart. Genius. And, They're only about 50p from the butcher. Yeah, genius. And then I rang her and I said, oh, my God, you've given me... She said, yes, how much I love you. I wanted to give you my heart. Oh, and
0: this is your first date?
1: This was our first Valentine's date once we were wow. going out with each other. But it was after having me. It was the first time I'd taken her out on a date. Um, and I thought, wow, that's really whacked out. I thought it was a bit weird. But
0: now, what I'm really interested in there is that at 15, you took her out on a yeah, date. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the most intriguing because detail.
0: Watching um, Maddie and yeah. the other girls, I don't see a lot of dates. They I don't just see sort any of dates. Hang about a bit, but they don't really go out on dates.
1: I remember dropping Izzy off once. She said, "Can we? I want to go on a date with this boy." Do you remember? We both took her to a park in Bath, and she wanted to play with the boy with the shirt. Do you remember? Oh yeah. And uh, and she and she said, "Yeah, would you mind just going and standing over by the swings?" And they ran around the playground a bit, chit chatted. I think they gave each other a peck on the cheek and that was it. And that was yeah, that was very young. That was very Probably young, still. but she described it as her first date. Mm. And to this day when we chuckle about boyfriends and all that sort of stuff, she says that was very much the first date she went on.
0: Well, I think my first dates were Oh my god, you know, going to the park. We would all yeah. meet in the bushes. We wouldn't do anything. God, we still do. We wouldn't do anything too outrageous, but just that smell of like of like You know (laughs) (laughs) what bushes? Oh (laughs) dearie, what your bush? Forests. (laughs) You know, it was very that was sexual awakening. You didn't you didn't really know it was about sex, but you didn't know what it was. But it was just something that was exciting, and you would go there and you would (laughs) meet boys, and it would be nice. And we don't think (laughs) I even kissed, but it was just it was just that was romantic.
1: I I now know why you always take us on that route around the periphery of the park. (laughs) <laughs> so, I want to smell the bushes.
0: I do love the smell
1: of bushes. you't like the smell of bushes,
0: but um yeah. But yeah,
1: so romance is romance dead that's that's the topic, isn't it? Is romance dead? Is it there? Do kids feel now the weird thing about talking about romance with our younger generation I mean, I keep unfortunately reaching towards a show that we watched with Maddie called Euphoria, and this is a series on Sky Atlantic, and it was about you know, a bunch of kids at high school in America, but it's it's been, you know, applauded and lauded by many for being a sort of a barometer of what life's like now for young, you know, teenagers and young adults. I didn't see anything romantic in that series at all. Did you?
0: Yeah, I did. I... Th- I I saw... um, I think there was actually romance in that show. I'm trying to remember who it was. There was, like, this... Well, the romance between the girl. Oh, right. Huge romance. And, you know, the thing is, when I was thinking about us doing this conversation... um, I was like, oh, "Oh God, God, God! There's no romance now. Kids mm. have got no romance." But what am I really basing that on? And actually, how much romance did I have as a kid? Yeah. I mean, yes, definitely there were the Valentine's cards, and but I'm sure there's an equivalent somehow on Instagram or Snapchat that mm. is just just probably different. Um, You know, how many dates did I go on? I don't think I went on that many dates. Um, So I think I've got this idea, a bit of an old fuddy-duddy idea that our kids aren't having any romance. Mind you, to be honest, Maddie does say that a lot. But then, at the moment... Say what? That there isn't? There isn't. You know, is there any... Boys aren't romantic, boys aren't this... But then she'll tell me stories about some of the things the boys that have said in her group, and I think, well, that sounds very romantic. No boy at that age was saying anything like that to me. Um, But then, you know, when you watch something like Love Island and you see how soppy some of the boys get. I mean, um, the other night, um, one of the boys decides that he wants the girl to be his girlfriend, and he writes this peace like worthy of standing at the altar wow you know and i thought blimey i don't remember anyone talking to me like that well
1: there are lots of gradations aren't there now
0: yeah so so let's have a listen to well, yeah, to, let's maddie have a listen because... to maddie
1: first but i have noticed that you say this a lot because you're 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 plugged into the lingo a bit more because obviously you sort of sit and chat with our daughters about boys because it sort of allows you to live vicariously in a way doesn't it but um I mean, when you chat about boys, apparently there are all sorts of criteria, aren't there? There's...
0: Well, yeah. You, this, is, this is why it's unusual that you ask, you know, nowadays, you wouldn't just go straight up to go no, and ask them to be no. a girlfriend. You have um, talking to. And talking right. to means you're talking to them on social media, whatever. You might be seeing them, but it means you're totally open and allowed to see other people as well.
1: But you're not having sex.
0: You could be having sex, oh, talking to me. So it's not means, just talking yeah. to Then you right. move to exclusive, right. which means you're not seeing. It would be it would be wrong if you did see somebody else, and you would have a right to be angry. And then you move to boyfriend and girlfriend, and that is like practically it seems like getting married. These yeah,
1: days. Yeah, I saw them all getting but, very excited on Love Island. But
0: there probably. are three very strict procedures before yeah. you become boyfriend and girlfriend. But,
1: but there, I'm being sort of a bit sort of. Uh, cheeky when I ask but sex is involved with all three stages.
0: Sex could be involved at any one of those not for everybody but for anyone. You could be talking to with inverted commas and that means you're still open for anybody else but you could also be having sex and it would be fine for you to have sex with other people.
1: So do you think a key component of being romantic uh, for a generation or between boys and girls or boys and boys and girls and girls is is, the, is not having sex in in the equation? Doesn't romance precede sex?
0: It's a good question. When we are talking about romance and about our worry and can this generation Mm. have any romance,
1: what would we want for them? Exactly.
0: When I think of my daughters and I want them to have a romantic life, sex to one side, let's forget about sex, what do I want? I... It goes back to something we talk. We talk. We spoke about a couple of days ago on our podcast about being married. I want my daughters to feel cherished. Right. I want somebody to talk to them, really not... I want somebody to be engaged and interested in them. I want somebody to think of them and maybe sometimes put their needs before them. And I also want our daughters to do the same for somebody else. So what I want out of romance, I also want for them.
1: So it's a form of respect, isn't it? Respect. For me,
0: at this age, I think romance is about respect. I think romance is about... um, and and sometimes doing some of those nice things, yeah. surprising them with something. Yeah. I would like being asked out on a date with yeah. a bit of. I would love for Maddie to go out on a date. That's yes. what I want. I don't see that has happened with any of the boyfriends that she's gone out with. I haven't seen her dress up and go out and no. to the cinema together or go and have Taken a nice meal. Out or had
1: flowers bought. They just
0: seem to hang about a bit.
1: Are flowers being bought a sign of romance? No, no. Is it no. a tired old? Nonsense.
0: No. I, I mean, I, I like getting flowers, but I think at that age it's a bit... Mm. But I think just somebody arranging something sure. is romance. Even
1: buying tickets for a film, something yeah. like that. Yeah, that would be good. OK, well, like you said, let's have a listen to Maddie. Let's see what her take on it all is. Um, I mean, like a picnic. Oh what come on! Picnic? You're living in the ark now. What is this? Some <laughs> bloody Eden, en- Enid Blyton novel? Well, some... I
0: can dream that my daughters will be taken on a picnic, Take on can't a I? A
1: picnic? A That's... picnic? Babe, this is you wanting to get close to the bushes again. You need no, to stop that. No, my kids
0: love picnics. Well, they
1: did. They, they love them have. with us. I don't know if they necessarily want to picnic with their boyfriends. <laughs> it's a curious one. Uh, okay, well let's have a listen to Maddie. Um,
2: I think when it comes to romance in this generation, uh, it all really depends on. Um, the group of people that you're... Like, the group you're um, in, really, because I feel like some people in this generation would say that we're very romantic and some would say that we're um, not at all. (laughs) Whereas what I think about it is just we have a different idea of what romantic is, um, a very different one compared to what romance used to be, basically. I think we see all the stereotypical... uh, romantic stuff just cringy so like you know i guess all the stuff uh, mom and dad would do when they were younger because now we kind of look at that and be like oh that's a bit like well yeah cringy um i don't really know what our idea of romance is now though because it's weird because we find that kind of stuff cringy but at the same time if like a guy or i i, can't, I can only really speak on um for the girls i can't really speak for the guys but i know uh, that Although I find a lot of the classic um, romantic stuff cringy and, like, awkward. Um, when a boy does that kind of stuff, sometimes I find it really cute. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I feel like from personal experiences, you don't really do the whole, like, doing a lot with your boyfriend or, like, your someone you like. Um, I felt like back in the day, uh, there was a lot of, like going out doing stuff like when whenever you talk you'd have to obviously meet whereas now you can do a lot of talking to your other half like on the phone. Um so you don't end up seeing as much of each other as you possibly would be able to if you didn't have your phone, if that makes sense. But you obviously still see the person. Also depends on whether you are someone that goes to school and you're with someone in the school as well. Like for me, I'm home educated so when I'm with someone obviously it's not someone I'm spending all my time with. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think romance definitely exists now, um, but I felt I feel like when it comes to relationships in this generation, there are a lot more trust issues now because uh, so much can be kept hidden from the other person because we have phones, you see. And um, I person, I personally, when if when I'm in a relationship. I do worry the whole time that they are just talking to somebody else, but that's more, like, about my insecurities than them necessarily doing that, if that makes sense, although that that's happened a few times. Um, I think, uh, yeah, so I do feel like there are so many trust issues that sometimes it's hard for this generation to open up enough to be in a romantic relationship. Uh, But I feel like this generation has a need to be more romantic than we actually are like we actually want to be more like how it used to be then um than we actually are but whenever it comes to being that kind of romantic we all just go like Ooh, that's gross um uh so yeah I feel like I feel like it's all a matter of like um the people you're around and what you've experienced. But personally I definitely don't think it's as romantic as it used to be and that everybody wishes it were more romantic now. Um but at the same time, it doesn't really, it doesn't really bother me because I don't really know anything else. You know, you know. It's not like I've experienced something romantic and suddenly it's not. But yeah, but yeah. I guess I, I wish there were a little more romance in this generation than there is. I don't feel like people really go on dates much anymore. Um, it went really off. Like it's a lot of like just meeting each other at each other's like place or you know, seeing each other at parties or obviously you go out with them but it's not so much like, oh let's go out on a date and we can like, you know, I don't know, have a picnic and then da da da. da. Um obviously that exists for some people but from the people I know and from my experience that doesn't really exist anymore. Um Yeah
1: that's you calling her out. She can hear me
2: calling. <laughs> um,
0: wow, wow, I'm really proud of her there. Wow. I'm I really feel quite heartened with what she said there. She's mm. very sorted. And actually, don't just be romantic, just be. Mm. You know, she's not been taken in by the commercialization of romance. No. She doesn't really realise that, but we we know what we're hearing under there. She's yeah. just saying, care about me. Um, And yet at the
1: same time, she is asking, her generation is wanting there to be more. It's almost like they want the romance to be there, but they just don't want it in a way because it reminds them of our generation's romance, which is a bit icky and a bit old and a bit pathetic. But I loved what she said. I thought it was fascinating what she said for her to have the purpose of mind to see through, really, what you've often said to me, which is the artifice of romance. Mm. I mean, often for me...
0: The tyranny of romance. Well, there's a
1: tyranny of romance, but there's also an artifice of romance. And there's also a sort of underhandness with it. Because you can do all the romantic gestures and it can be a very elaborate and appearingly romantic way of just getting what you want or appearing to get what you want as a boy, as a young boy dating or as a young boy, you know. And so... You know, I think the idea. Uh, you know, when I think back to like my first girlfriend Jane's heart, flesh mm. pulsing heart in the fridge, I was an incredibly robust and mm. experimental expression mm. of devotion.
0: But, but whereas there can be a real currency with romance. Yeah, that's okay, what I mean. Yeah, here you go. You've got your flowers. Absolutely. You've got, you've got your steak dinner. What am I getting? Like you we know always know what say what to the
1: girls, about? never accept a free drink in a bar from anyone because there's always an assumption behind it that, that, that you know not always. Well, I'd say not always. always. Well, I'd say always. But you know, I mean, there, there could be. there can be.
0: But I do think as well, you know, when you're young, I think it's very sweet. When I think back to boys that might have got me some flowers or anything, it's really sweet because mm. often it is given with such romance, you know, at a young age. Yeah, but it's sweet because they're wanting to be romantic, yeah, but and it's I love sweet. that.
1: And sweet is pathetic, and sweet no, is smart. emasculating, and sweet. It's no, but that's what runs through boys' minds, and that's perhaps why those shows of romance have wilted on the vine. Because you know, to do that sort of stuff is to not be well. I think manly girls have enough. got more
0: demanding. I mean, for in the sounds of it what Maddie's saying is give me more than mm. just a bunch of flowers give me something what else what else have you mm. what what how do you feel about I mean she says she's not romantic, my God, the songs oh, she writes are not true. romantic very but true. what what she doesn't real and the the way she loves poetry she's mm. deeply deeply yeah, romantic, yeah. but she's at an age where romance cannot be met no no boy of that age is going to be able to meet what what she what she needs and I think that's actually listening to that I'm really glad that we listened to that because I've, I'm going to have an ongoing conversation with her about this and it's going to be you are deeply romantic mm. and never stop looking for that and, mm. and talk to her about being cherished and somebody being really into who you are, that's romantic but it's and also, all, the, all the sort of set dressing yes. Isn't, it can be nice I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying not but, but but don't ever give up on something more than that
1: but it was interesting also what she was saying about how today, for youngsters, romance is about the smaller gesture rather than the, the larger gesture. Mm. And I was thinking as she was talking about it might be something that your boyfriend says about you that you think, oh, and you heard that her yeah, voice cute. light up there. Well, in a sense, that's the modern day version of writing a letter and putting Swark on the back of it, isn't it? Yeah. It's an Instagram message. It's a message yeah. to your spam account. It's a DM. It's all that kind of stuff. Um and so but interestingly the flip side of that was what she said where she has trust issues and how being romantic really I mean that's a bit of a heartbreaking one and that seems to be tied in with tech tie- Well the
0: thing is the thing is again you know with the various apps and mm. and uh, there is this talking to talking to you know I'm just talking to girls mm. and it's very available and it's very um very instant um and it is scary and, and but I but I, but you know what Again, it doesn't really, really worry me that. I do, again, think that's part of growing up. You will have some little shits along the way, but you learn about... I mean, just Maddie was just talking to me the other day about somebody Mm. that she had once had a flirtation with, and she said to me, he's not... A good person, Mum, and she—it right. was a throwaway comment. And this was somebody from a from a couple of years ago that yeah. she knew, and I thought, wow, I like that because I remember when you really liked that person, and now you say he's not a good person. So you've come to understand that, and that's that's what I—that's the way I've always lived my life with who I choose to be with, and who I don't. It's like, are they a good person? Mm. Do you remember when they were tiny? We'd say, is he kind? Always, are they kind? Are they kind? Are they kind? And of course, they're going to have this phase where they want the bad boy. Mm but they will come back to who's decent, who's kind, who's nice to me.
1: But going back to those sort of various categories that you were talking about of sort of togetherness or not togetherness, it strikes me, though, you know, going back to the... Because, of course, the bit that you hear in any sort of monologue like that from your child is the bits where they're vulnerable or hurting. And so going back to her trust issues, it almost feels like an inability to trust a potential romantic partner is baked into those three different terms because they all allow for infidelity until you get to girlfriend, boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? Those talking to... And then there's something else too. Exclusive. Exclusive. So all these so-called terms. Mm. It, it strikes me that. So yeah, when I bowled over to Jane in the foyer of my school, my first girlfriend, and said, "Will you be my girlfriend?" That's very brave. Well, but there were no variations on that. It wasn't going to be. You know. You know. We're going on a date, and if we go on a date, we're ostensibly trying to test drive. I wouldn't we're want you be to a go on another a date
0: with somebody else. No.
1: No. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. that
0: talking to is a very scary sort of place. It yes. Means. But then again, I've been thinking about that. Recently. Recently, Because last year, when I found out about this talking to stage, I was really anti it. I thought, God, that's awful. Once I like somebody, I'm with them and then mm. that's it. But actually, I've also ended up being with people too soon because I was like that. Right. And maybe it is a much better way to do it that you kind of are right, talking to. you're getting to know somebody a bit more to see if you want to get to know them a bit more whereas back in the 70s and 80s you weren't you were already somebody's property pretty bloody quickly
1: yeah, I agree I think that's a really important point to make but I do but sometimes it's open to well, and that's my concern and my worry about it just watching the way in which the boys all went off to or more in Love Island and within seconds they go from being girlfriend you know, I mean mm. you can say the words they mean nothing the next minute I mean what's the point of saying the words if they are relatively pointless um, I just worry sometimes that we bake into these various forms of romantic union actually an option not to be in romantic union with the person. And that but I sense, think that's good to have options. Well, it's good to I have think, options. I
0: think it's really good to have options because people can turn out to be very different from what you thought they were. You know, yeah. you can get the ick. Yeah. You can think somebody's fantastic, and then suddenly they're they're just making you feel icky because they're just a bit. And and I think. Girls and boys, it's not just boys, have a a way out quicker than we probably did when we were growing up.
1: And how much do you think? youngsters romantic ideas of romance are informed by their parents because we're quite I mean we're two parents of our four kids who are very together Izzy's often talked about when she's listened to our relationship podcasts and what have you she said you know you both have a relationship that I aspire to uh, and she's even described that sometimes as feeling like a pressure because she doesn't feel like she could find mm. what we have and we have to explain well Jesus it's sweat sweat blood and tears to get here and and it's only so far but you know, it's interesting to hear Maddie say, quite sort of almost proudly, I'm not romantic. I'm not a romantic person.
0: She didn't though. She no, was not quite. She was quite. I thought she was quite reticent with that. She was kind of because I'm not a romantic person. Mm. I don't like flowers because at that age you do tend to think, oh, a big bunch of flowers. And all of her peers will be going, mm. oh, flowers are disgusting. It's that I'm tough. I'm not yeah. romantic. That's where that's. Coming I drink from.
1: beer out of the side of cans.
0: But I talk again the way she loves poetry, the way she writes poetry, the way she her music means so much to her, the way everything cuts so deep. She goes to see a film, and she went to see Joker a few weeks yeah. ago and she didn't recover for weeks and weeks no, absolutely. because she felt everything so deep for me true romance is feeling things very very deeply
3: yeah
0: and maybe I kind of feel better having had this conversation because I have got into that vibe when I'm with my friends who go, oh god this generation don't have any romance what's it going to be like for them mm. what's it going to be like them for them but actually I think it's they just I think they I think things are probably not that different mm. from when they were for us.
1: Well, should we get a boy's perspective on yeah, it? Yeah, let's see what Carlitos has let's got to say. Let's see what
0: Carlitos has got to say.
1: See, I remember, I feel like I've slowly, across time, whilst you find his message, I feel like across time, I've become less romantic and I would like to become more romantic again.
0: Yeah, I think, I think for a while, and I think you would even admit this, your romance, and I think this is the thing that can fall into it. Any, any relationship even when you're young is that when romance is needy hmm. when there is like you've got to this is me like looking at you to see how much you feel for me yeah that's not romance
1: yeah and that can get very confusing and that can and get conflated. very yeah in fact i i do agree i think sometimes romance can flip into control
0: exactly so and i think, and that's, I think that's yeah yeah okay let's watch out what... for
1: that guys at <laughs> home
0: watch out for that here's kalitos I think
3: that this generation does have romance in it. Mm. Um, my generation, I think it's one of the most important things in my generation, mm. and all teens are just so infatuated and so obsessed with the idea of re- oh. being in a relationship or, and having a boyfriend and girlfriend. And most of teens want to be in a relationship, but I'm not actually quite sure why. I think it's just some people just want to be in a relationship just to say that they're in a relationship and some people want to be in it so they don't have to go through puberty alone um yeah it's all different reasons and I'm not actually sure they vary um and romance isn't all hearts and flowers and chocolate it's also like the level of respect that a person mm. treats another in a relationship. Um, and how affectionate they are towards one another. It's not just, oh, here's a chocolate box, ta <laughs> I, I There are lots of friends in my um, school that are in relationships, um, and, yeah, and I'm fine with it. I don't mind. I think it's very, yeah, I don't, I don't mind. It doesn't affect me, and... Um, I think social media has affected people's ability to be romantic because I think of it as there's no emojis in real life. You can't just send hearts to someone standing right in front of you. You have to, like, find the words to express how you feel about them. Um, And some people just don't know how to do that. Um, and and about my parents. My parents aren't very romantic, but I secretly wish that they kind of were a bit more romantic. I think it's Mm -hmm. I don't think it's cringy. If Mm -hmm. they were, I think it'd be really cute. Oh, oh bless
0: you Carlitos. Oh, god, I do love you he makes me feel better <laughs> and this is why I I love the kids contributing yeah. in the way they do to this because actually yes. they just settle me a bit yeah because we do tend to think everything is doom and gloom. yes he says oh no romance is really important yeah, so, yeah, oh no yeah. being in relationships is really important oh no it is respect yeah, I'm refreshing. like oh my god obviously not all teenage yes. boys are going to be like that but I but I I,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Interesting his take, though, on, on on Lisa's... I can't wait to hear Lisa's voice. What do you mean I'm not romantic? Because kids' perceptions of romance in their parents, you know, and, w- and whether it's cringe and what have you, you know, affection. Affection is a is, is a romantic thing between two people who care for each other because, again, it's about respect, it's about tenderness, it's about cradling someone, it's about making someone feel nice as well. And so, of course, I guess children or teenagers who see their parents like that you're going to have one of two responses to it. If they're not affectionate enough, for whatever reasons, you might crave it a little bit more. Mm. But if, like with Maddie, I mean, the amount of times Maddie snorts or Kiki snorts, if we're in any way affectionate mm. or vaguely romantic Well, they, with they've, each they've other, said
0: to us before that they'd prefer us to argue than to kiss. Yeah,
1: well, the other day I said, would you like us to divorce then? They, they thought friend, I'd taken it a bit too far.
0: I've got a friend who every time her dad sees uh, her stepmum, he fully snogs her.
1: Every time her dad sees her, yeah, oh,
0: hello, love, and he fully snogs her in front of all of them, and they're all like,
1: oh, no, oh, dear. (laughs) I don't think we've ever kissed on the lips in front of the kids, ever. Or well,
0: kissed on the lips, but just on the lips, yeah. not, not, not like anything yeah. more than that. Yeah, and Because not... I don't think children see that as romance. I think no. they see that as sex. Right. And they don't want to think of their parents having sex.
1: No, of course.
0: That's the trouble. And yeah. I think if they see their parents being romantic with each other, they're a bit worried that that might be mm. sex somewhere on the horizon. So I think, but I think what we're teaching our kids by osmosis is respect is romance within them. There's Colitos, there's Maddie saying mm. that they are seeing romance in our relationships, in Lisa's relationship. Mm. You know, Colitos's mum, dad, who are very good friends of ours, and Maddie with us, um, is that they, without realising, are seeing, or growing up around mm. a romantic couple. Because so be
1: that, mindful, guys.
0: Because that couple <laughs> is kind to each other. Yeah. That couple, you know, thinks of the other. That couple, you know, you know. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: I do think, I personally think sometimes I can look at the parents of other children that we know, and I sometimes wish that the parents would be a little bit more affectionate with each other in order to give the child a sense of that value, if you like, Mm. something to aspire to. Because sometimes I feel Can you be romantic without being affectionate? Well, not necessarily. Well, even kinder in their conversation. Yeah, romance. I don't even necessarily know if romance is the right thing, but I do sometimes worry that if you if a child doesn't see their parents being romantic with each other at all, it's going to have an adverse effect on them in some way. I'm I'm, I'm almost certain it will. But one thing one thing else that Kalitos said there, which is quite true, we talk a lot about tech and social media and how that sort of isolates potentially and how that. I, I think the way Maddie and Kalitos describe it, it doesn't mean that romance is gone. It's just a different kind of romance is there. But I thought what he said about like. Like um trying to express oneself, express one's love or feelings for someone can be summed up now in emoji. I think the heart emoji has become a very convenient way of encapsulating everything we now can't be bothered to say. Well,
0: I don't know. I think again that's us all being old fuddy duddies about Yeah, because Swalk. Sealed with a loving kiss. Yeah. What's the difference between that and sending That's your heart an that acronym.
1: I, I mean, you have to work it <laughs> out. There's <laughs> dots. You have Nobody worked that it's out. Like Morse code in its own way. I remember looking at it and I didn't know what it meant. I thought, S- what swag? Yeah, well, they Swak. have
0: the equivalent because there's all the different coloured hearts. So, what stage am I at with what coloured heart? Is it a yellow heart? Is it a purple heart? Is it a red heart? No, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think where I think where there is a problem is if you can, you know, the face-to-face is less. Mm. But then again, what I would say is, because we all had school and because we weren't allowed to out at night and, in the, you know, in the dark and all of this, we actually hardly ever saw anybody that we fancied mm. because, so I don't think they get any less face-to-face right. time than we did. Yeah. But they just get a chance in between that face-to-face time to get to know each other a bit more, which they, I think is a positive thing yeah. because the amount of conversations they can have
1: on their phones but you're right when I think about it when I start to look back after this whole conversation about I can't think of a single occasion where the girls have gone out on dates per se I've never
0: seen any of them go out on a date no
1: or taken out fact, I'm going to phone up every single one of their exes and current boyfriends and say what the effing no, hell is going on. on hang on that's extremely sexist well, ah, important why I want the girls yeah well that's an important point is it a sexist thing is should women is it generally perceived that women should be the receivers of romantic well, gestures
0: Maddie says it is still difficult even within 2020 it would be odd mm. if you ask somebody to marry you it would be odd if you right. set up the date you don't ask if somebody wants to be boyfriend and girlfriend it always has to be the boy that asked wow. that. Wow, So that is incredible, isn't That's it? That's interesting, isn't yeah.
1: it? So th- it's all still there, but just. I,
0: so I said, So what you would never say to a boy, I really like you, actually. I, I'm considering, you know, you being exclusive. And she went, Are you really kidding me, mum? Wow. Whereas even I would have said that. I would say to somebody, Oh, I like you. You yeah, know, I I know. Would have, you're quite
1: forward, aren't I you? I would
0: have said that, but she said, No way. It's the most shame, shame thing. Wow.
1: So is that an endemic sexism still, do you think, or what?
0: pressure on girls.
1: If she was to do that, would she be judged badly? Yeah.
0: It, wow. would be, it would be seen as sad as.
1: Wow, more people for me to hate and get annoyed about. <laughs> Jesus. Generic boys that I can't yeah. stand.
0: Should we have a look at um some messages? Oh, let's have a look
1: at some yeah, good good opportunity to read some messages. <laughs> Oh, and as if by magic, here they are in my inbox. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we've got Karen, 38, from Lutterworth. I've got twins, one boy, one girl, both are 15. My boy has had a few on-off-again relationships with girls. Nothing serious and just holding hands and the odd peck on the cheek kind of thing, until last summer when he met his current girlfriend, which seems to have become a bit more of a thing. They behave appropriately, so no sex, but they spend a lot of time together and I'm sure they've kissed and so on. My daughter hasn't really had much love interest as far as I know. We recently talked about this as she was asking me questions about boys in her school. It turns out that she's worried about the fallout from having a boyfriend at school and things not working out. She's worried that if she broke up with a boyfriend at school, her school life would be awkward, so she's avoiding any flings as a kind of damage limitation. It occurred to me that this is the same for adults at work or in social situations where it would be awkward after a breakup. Part of me is proud of how adult she's being, but another part of me is worried that she's missing out on a big component of young life. Should I advise her to stick it out and find a relationship out of school or stop being so worried and see what happens with someone in her school? What would you do? God, that's an interesting question because in a a sense, Maddie was just saying how difficult it would be to be in a relationship with someone Mm. at school or in the same institution. Well, was she saying
0: that? I thought she was saying it's more difficult for her because she doesn't see them so much because she's not in school with
1: them. I was thinking she was suggesting the longevity of those relationships Um, was more because she wasn't with them all the time.
0: I think think it's a bit unholy to have a relationship in school because if it goes wrong, oh, my God. Yeah. But then... It's also a very lovely thing to have a relationship at school.
1: Well, my relationship was in school. Mm. And what ended up happening in the end for me was the teachers would start sitting us next to each other in Spanish class mm. and things like that.
0: Personally, I think when you try and break up teens, you actually create a Romeo and Juliet situation. Right. I think you have to let it run its course. I yeah. think that you have to be there to nudge and maybe like quietly manipulate wherever mm. you can. But again, I think if you're confrontational about it, I think you, 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 you. Speed them into each other's arms.
1: Right, yeah. I can understand that worry though, the fallout worry. But it is, it's a similar thing with work. I mean, we we met through work, didn't we? Once
0: somebody likes somebody, can you really say, oh, let's just put the brakes on this and this won't happen? It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that, does it? It It just doesn't work like that. Just make, yeah.
1: You're absolutely right. Okay. I think you've got one from Dave in Worcester.
0: Hello, Dave. Uh, my daughter is 16, the dreaded age for most parents facing Valentine's Day, I'm sure. She's asking me and my wife to give her space for her boyfriend to come over and cook a romantic meal. Eek. We've agreed that they can have the dining room to themselves, but her wish of having the whole house empty for the evening will not be happening. Anyway, leading up to the big day, her boyfriend has surprised her with tickets to an all-expenses spa day in a posh hotel. No idea how a 16-year-old lad comes by this sort of money, but that aside, I was left thinking for the first time about what Valentine's gifts are appropriate between our teenagers and what gifts are not. As parents, what gifts would you be happy for your daughters to receive and what gifts are a no-no?
1: I'd be a bit concerned about my daughter being bought a spa weekend away.
0: Yeah, I, I you know
1: uh, what? I mean I think well, hang on a minute. He's trying to charm her, smarm her, get her away.
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't let I mean we do let Maddie have people to stay oh, you? Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Um but I wouldn't let her go away for the weekend at sixteen no, I don't with think somebody. I would. Um what's appropriate? Well it's very hard, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Crikey. Um
1: I, can't even I think would what's think that an
0: inappropriate present I probably wouldn't see, and that's fine because I think teenagers are allowed to have their secrets. Oh right! I certainly wouldn't. Um, I certainly wouldn't vet any presents, would you?
1: No, I wouldn't control no. it. Though I have considered at times getting one of those security machines at the front door so we could sort of x-ray everything as it came in and bag inspections I find are very useful at the bottom of staircases yeah um. but I don't know what an appropriate or an inappropriate present would be I mean I do think something like taking your daughter I mean this is where I start to get concerned about the it's all about intention Mm. and it's about how much we have been allowed to see what that suitor or boyfriend Mm. or girlfriend's intentions are and I think that's the part of being a parent that's very very bloody tricky is it There's a huge component to parenting, Confessions of a Modern Parent, which is detective work and Mm. doing that detective work without being discovered... And trying to glean information and gain information. I mean, sometimes when I go in and crack a joke or I'm a bit stupid or I throw a few bit, bits and bobs of, of nonsense at them, I'm I'm there fishing. I'm always fishing. And Mark, it's spelled with It's
0: P- so obvious. I know,
1: but what? Why? Because have...
0: we think you think you're <laughs> getting away with it, Miguel go, "Oh God, well, that's obviously I'm... trying to find out where I was last
1: night." <laughs> the last time I did it, I did have a net and a fishing rod. Yeah. <laughs> so I do think I do think it's hard. It's hard to know what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. I. I'm I, I think the most appropriate present I've ever been bought was a cow's heart.
0: Well, guess what you're getting today then?
1: Well, a, a gourmet. <laughs> it's cheap. A I'm going to go down the butcher's. Oh, now right. And I have to get a heart a every year. Oh, happy oh. Valentine's Happy darling. Valentine's, darling. Oh.
0: And I feel a little happier about kids and romance today. Yeah On Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Ta da!